Welcome to Sad Styles Productions. Let me run you through our daily specials. On Tuesday, relive your childhood gaming memories on the Retrograde Podcast. On Thursday, the Jackass crew relives the pain and glory of the TV show Jackass. Also on Thursday, Mikey and Brian let you in on all the secrets of sports marketing on the sign-off, a framework podcast. On Fridays, losing money with Andrew Baskin helps satisfy your 20-minute sports gambling fix. Keep your hands inside the car at all times. Enjoy the ride. Get into it. Coming up... A Sad Styles production. Get into it. It's amazing, though. I used to hate Pac-Man. Like, I, I just as a game, it, or all those old arcade games, they would just, like, grind on me. I'd be like, fuck, I don't want to play. Like, I, right. like a high school dance. Yes, ex- grinding on me. Exactly, exactly. Up, shoulder width apart. Or what yep. do they say? They, they leave space for the Holy Spirit. The Spirit really, yeah. Wow, very good, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't go to Catholic school. I do like that we branded from Holy Ghost to Holy Spirit, because ghost, too spooky. Too spooky. <laughs> I'm not leaving space for a Your Lord and Savior, the ghost? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Ghosts are real. I, I had <laughs> They're an- coming for you to save your soul. <laughs> ah, it's getting worse. I had another, another moment up at the cottage where... Uh, uh, we were sitting at the dinner table and uh, cool. my parents had some just guests. Just like Jesus. Just just like Jesus. Mm-hmm. My mom was facing this way. My dad was facing this reaching, way. You reaching. One was, you know, handing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was turning uh, water into fish. <laughs> I was just skipping a couple steps. I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the bathroom door just shut on its own. Mm. And uh, my mom says, hi, Jack. And I'm like, mom, oh, what are you no. doing? And, uh, and, and she tells the story to our guests who, who hadn't been up there before. And, and, uh, and, and she's like, well, when a door closes in our cabin, they say that's Jack who had a heart attack on this island. And, and he's the ghost that likes to close doors and cabinets and stuff. So you say, hi, Jack, and that's it. And I'm like, mom. That giant screen door is open right now. I think, and, and you're like, yeah, but what are the chances the wind's going to come and blow? And I'm like, you think there's a higher chance that it's a dead person closing our doors for no reason than the fact that the wind came in? Well, she looks over at the screen door and she's like, I never opened that door. Hi, Jack. <laughs> Jack opened the one door so you could close the other, much like Jesus. <laughs> Podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop, Mikey Bart's Night Marinworth. Okay, yes, I'm very <laughs> excited by that. That's good. That's that's not a bad one. That's not a bad one because there has been some really okay ones. I well, listen. If I set the bar low, mm, the bar um, low, the bar. If I set the bar <laughs> low, like jo- with jokes like that, for example, uh, then every good thing that I do seems that much better. Yeah, it's all about. Lowered expectations. Lowered. The Mad TV sketch from the 1990s. Yeah, I was like, why do I that? Like lowered, lowered expectations. Yeah, there you go. So that was a good one. Well, welcome back to the retrograde. Obviously, this is Mike Aaronworth, and we are back for another week of September. Happy September, folks! Our month-long look at the Simpsons video games. And if you're a member of our Patreon over at Patreon.com/slash The Mushroom Club, join the Mushroom Club. Uh, we're also doing Simpsons-themed everything. We're doing uh, yep. Simpsons watch-alongs, some trivia, some surprises coming in the next couple weeks. As yeah. Well, uh, and we thank you to everyone who supported there. That's a growing community as well. Mm-hmm. It's $5 a month for all the bonus content your little dumb mind could beg for. <laughs> and that's it. You know what? Here's here's the thing most people don't know about What's our that? Patreon is that- How uh, stupid there? That is a given. Yeah. Uh, why would you be paying us more money? Um, <laughs> the, is, is that, sure, you can give us the $5, but then you also have to pass a test. Which is skill testing question? It's, no, it's you have to beg. Oh. You, we're, we're like, we're like, sure, we'll take your money, 
but you gotta beg for. How badly do you want this? So content? most of these people are sick perverts. <laughs> most they, sizzlacked they, of these people. Yes, most sizzlacked. Very good. Uh, lowered expectations. <laughs> yeah, they just love it. They mm. just like come in. They're like, "Can I beg?" I'm like, "You sick perverts." Yeah, you can. Of course, yeah, you, you can. can. We, of course, you can. And we, we like enable them. We do. Yeah, we I, 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 like, I like to be begged at yeah. as well. As well. <laughs> um, listen, if you're new to the podcast, first of all, thanks for listening. Yeah. Secondly, typically, what we like to do is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually, it's something that had an impact on us one way or another, something that we remember playing. Uh, we rate and review the game as we remember it uh, back in the day. Then we take a little bit of a break. We play the game, play you some of the audio or video if you're watching on YouTube. Then we come back and rate the game again as it holds up in the modern day against the likes of modern games. Yeah. But before we do that, oh. we like to take a swift. Oh, wow. It's like the intro to The Simpsons. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Right. Doe. Doe indeed. Yes. Do a deer. Indeed. <laughs> a female deed. Uh, and then just talk a little bit of nonsense for a bit, and that's what we're going to do uh, right now with you, our listeners, listening in yes. on us talking nonsense, Andrew. I've been... Uh, oh, what's listen, that, Mikey? I've been doing a great... And you cannot deny this. I've okay. been doing a great job of finishing some games lately. Uh, and I don't really need your uh, commentary on that because I know where you stand on it. Some games. Yeah. Uh, Batman it's hard Arkham, to Batman fight. Arkham Knight. Yep. That's yeah, the one. A couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, you did it. Um, anything, anything else? What, okay, so I know you're you're leading to something. Yes. Do you have Do you have good news for us? I have some. I have some good news. Oh. Well. Okay. So another oh, thing. That, you just said I have some good news, and then immediately qualified well, it. Well. Oh wait. Um, what's good to you? Comics. I've finished uh, a bunch more Batman comics. That was great, <laughs> and that's been taking up a lot of my gaming time. I, I read Batman: The Court of Owls. I read uh, uh, Batman: Damned. I read Batman: The White Knight. We've We've talked about those ones on there. Uh, Batman and Flash the Button, which is basically an integration with the uh, the Watchmen universe, which is really, Whoa. really cool. Oh, so I saw you post a screenshot of that. Yes. Uh, on Twitter, at Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde Andy. And uh, I, I saw it. It was like the comedian's... Uh, you know, TV, like it was on all over oh, Batman's awesome TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was actually confused for a second. I'm like, well, that looks just like the comedian. But I didn't want to post anything to like seem like an absolute yes. idiot. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wait a second, what's going on here? So I was basically saying like, I think there's a big nod in that comic uh, uh, to... Osmandius and I, I go between Osmandius and Ozymandias. I don't know how it's supposed to be pronounced. It's Osmandius. I think it. I think it is, yeah. but it seemed like with the Greek pronunciation, it should because it's a Greek name, yeah. right? Like it should be Ozymandias. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But they uh, uh. There's a picture of Batman looking at all his screens, and then I I screenshot that and put it next to the famous image of Ozymandias watching all of the screens in his yes. place, and I was like, Batman is. Gotham's Ozzyman dies, and, and that was pretty Honestly? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But that's but that's been taking up a lot of my time. That's why I haven't finished things. Oh, for and I fuck's know. sake. <laughs> my God. <laughs> but that was it, the end. <laughs> no, it's not. It's oh, not. Because okay. uh, here's, here's the Do announcement that I'm going to make. I will be finishing a game real soon. Because I played it, and I what know. What does that mean? <laughs> it's a stay tuned, baby. So <laughs> you're going to give us a date? Like, by next episode, you're going to have someone to talk about? So I don't know how long this game is, but I might. Because, okay, okay so I okay. was talking about wanting to start Psychonauts 2. Because yes. we just did Psychonauts a few weeks ago on the Retrograde. Go back and listen to that if you haven't. Mm -hmm. uh, I had, and uh, Psychonauts 2 is on Game Pass, so it's a, it's a free download, essentially. You might as well. Uh, the other game that I was really curious to try was Death's Door. And I don't, I didn't know which one I wanted to play. I knew I wanted to play one, and I kind of committed to playing Psychonauts. But I'm like, you know what? Um, uh, why don't I play the first hour or two of each, and right. then make a decision which one I wanna, I wanna go down. So I did that. Uh, Psychonauts two. I'll walk you through a little bit okay. at the beginning. Please do. So funny, just absolutely hilarious. Oh really? The yeah. writing is okay. so good. All of the problems we had with the first one, yeah. are 
for some reason magnified oh, in this no, one. Oh, no. The platforming is <laughs> is extremely clunky. The deaths feel unnecessary. Uh, the combat isn't great. Oh. And it's like they've leaned into all the elements of Psychonauts that we didn't like. And... Exa- like and, and made them a bigger part of the game, which just feels baffling to me. <laughs> I love the conversation they must have of like, did you like Psychonauts? I love Psychonauts. Yes. Well, we're going to give you more of everything about Psychonauts. Wait, not the bad stuff. <laughs> oh, we're going to give you so much more bad stuff. Did you like the script? Yeah. I love the script. Did you like the character design? I love the character design. Yeah. Did you like the meat circus? Mm-hmm. No. No. Well, we got tons more meat circus, baby. <laughs> Did you ha- do you like horrible camera work? <laughs> no. Well, it's in there and more. Yeah, so it feels weird playing a game that it feels like, uh, uh, it almost feels like a remaster of the original game, oh. except that the original surprisingly didn't have a ton of combat. Yeah. It had a lot of platforming, but not really punishing platforming. In this one, there's a ton of, of combat in it, and the platforming, I just feel like I'm dying for no reason. And it was- That's it, often it how I in, feel. It, <laughs> Every day, I'm like, I'm dying for no reason. <laughs> my, doctor, my doctor can't tell me why. <laughs> I'm just slowly dying now. That's just like- a sad part, like, I hate that shit of, like, it's, I'm so sorry, but now this is going to be, like, coworker nonsense thing where, like, somebody shows up and they're, like, uh, you know, like, working hard, hardly working kind of stuff. And it's yes. just, like, like just uh, dying every day a little bit. And you're, like, <laughs> yeah, thanks, dude. Like, what a way to live your life. Every day, one step closer to death. And you're, like, okay. Oh, everything hurts a little bit more than the day before. And like, <laughs> fucking hell, God, Craig. man. Just, like, Jesus some, Christ. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, just around that kind of negative energy. But uh, um, that's so, why we do so this podcast. This is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to make your life a little bit more enjoyable exactly. day after day. Um, uh, so I, I found myself wanting to play Psychonauts, but way too frustrated with it to really enjoy some of the, the slower moments. So I was like, okay, you know what? That's my, I spent two hours with it. I'm like, I, I'm going to take a snapshot. I'm, I will go back to it because okay. it's, it's good enough. Uh, and it's the, it's insane how creative their level design is. Yeah. Like, I, it just baffles me. It's it's just annoying that they can't get the gameplay right. good enough. Yeah. So I booted up Death's Door. And what is Death's Door? Death's Door is a game that came out probably about a month ago or okay. so. Uh, Devolver Digital is involved in it. They're, they're involved in a ton of the best indie games. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they had a hand in Bastion, which was one of my favorite indie yeah. games yeah. ever. They're like, talk about a company that knows gameplay and, oh. and, and, and knows how to do that perfectly. An anti-psychonauts, An if you will. An anti-psychonauts, <laughs> exactly. Uh, if I were to explain or, or to go over some of my favorite games over the past five years or so, right. uh, Dark Souls would obviously be there. Hyperlight Drifter is another one that I played recently and I've talked about on this podcast that I absolutely loved. Hollow Knight is another one yes. that I absolutely adored. Um, somehow, somehow this game's de- de- game Death's Door is, is oh, I, almost, I almost, almost had another stroke, um, is, a, is a combination of those games to yeah. the point where sometimes it feels like it's almost ripping them off. Mm. Like the sound design specifically is, I would say, almost a direct one-to-one with Hollow Knight uh. um, in a way like you take damage and everything kind of dampens out a little bit and, and the, the the attacks are really like poignant and big okay. uh, by, by the sound. But you're yeah. basically just going in. It's, it's uh, you enter into this landscape. You are a, a reaper and you're assigned with collecting oh. souls for the afterlife. Okay. Uh, and it starts off where you collect a, a, a big soul from a boss and that soul gets a stolen. Big soul. A big soul, baby, <laughs> from a boss, and it gets stolen from you. And now you're trying to get it back, and you get entangled in this whole web. The Mike, g- answer me a question. Yes, big soul, large person or good person? <laughs> oh, very good question. Like, um, if you're, were you a nicer person in life, so you have a bigger soul? 
I I think I think that or is like Dom DeLuise. I don't think it's nice necessarily. I think it's it's uh uh the it's either good or evil. I think your soul uh, will grow based on personality. Okay, one way or the other. Right. Uh, and this is soul talk. Welcome to Soul Talk Radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we exclusively talk about the Tim Meadows movie Soul Man. <laughs> That's it. Well, no, we had Soul Plane as well. We had Soul Plane. We had Soul Plane. Yeah, we talk about a lot about James Brown. Yes, exactly, uh, exactly. Soul, uh, fish. We talk about some fish, fish as well. We exactly. talk about white fish. Yeah, that's um, about that's about all I got. This soul. this game is fucking perfect for me. I love it so much. That's the game I'm going to finish. I've heard it's only about nine to twelve hours or something right. like that. It is oh. bafflingly uh 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 um like confusing to navigate the map, but yeah. kind of in a way that Dark Souls and, and Hollow Knight are supposed, you're supposed to feel lost. So two games you really like. Yes. Yeah. And, and Hyper Light Drifter in terms of the aesthetics, oh. everything about this game I fucking love. And I, I highly recommend trying that one out. And those are the two games that I've, uh, I've, I've played over the last uh, couple of weeks since we well, last reported. <laughs> See, that's really good. And I just want to, I just want to address. Okay. So, it's it's almost like this is an open therapy session sometimes because you you just you use some troubling language in there that I thought was really interesting. Yeah. In the way that you're like, I, okay, Psychonauts 2 is really frustrating. So I'm just gonna start yes. another game so that I can come back and finish this game. <laughs> and it's you're just living in a cycle of of just pain and punishment and you you can't cycle knots. Cycle knots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, but I, I, I understand why my history may make you think that I did that yeah. and just fell into the same thing, but I did have the active understanding that like, I'm going to play, uh, both of these games and then determine which one I want to go. Like that was uh, my goal when I set out. By so. the way, if you, if you're new to this podcast, this oh. is of course the continuation of hashtag Mikey doesn't finish, uh, where he doesn't finish video games. And you, but I it, start so many. You of do, them. you do start I'm so many. Great at that. But if you like if you're new to it and I said that, you're like, oh, I get it now. Yes. <laughs> but my problem though is that I I'm I'm so close. I think I'm close to finishing Overwatch. And I it, trying to beat <laughs> trying to beat that game is has been my biggest struggle. Uh, uh, but Can you imagine? We're in September, put a hold on it's cold, so put a burr on. September, we're gonna put a freeze on freeze Overwatch. On Overwatch. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the name of this month. How could you forget it? How could you? Apparently, top, I could. Top apparently of the dome. I could. Uh, and I, you haven't been playing Overwatch? No, I, I played uh, when I got back from the cottage recently uh, because it was kind of like my mini vacation. So sure. I, I put in a couple hours, but that's about it. I had to test out my new gaming chair. Uh, yes, which you, if that. you're if you're watching on YouTube right now, you could see. Little gaming chairs, secret on. lab, baby. Yeah, Andrew. What about you? What's what's been what's been new in your world? Well, you know what? I've been watching a lot of television. Um, the nine perfect strangers. Nine perfect strangers. Has that gotten any better, Mikey? Let me tell you, <laughs> it hasn't gotten better. Worse. Is an interesting word. Yeah, because that insinuates quality. Sure. Has it become as interesting, or has it maintained its interestingness? Yeah. Yes. So it's still more like a car wreck that you can't look away from. Yes. It's okay. like season two of like the OC or something like that, where you're like, season one's pretty good. What the hell's going on here? But they're trying. They're trying, man. <laughs> and like, it's it's a baffling show. I'm not even going to get too much into it because now I'm at the point where like there's like some level of spoiler to okay. it where it's like, I. Honest to God, give me a month. I'll just tell you all what it, happens. It wouldn't surprise me if they were, if this this was the, was their afterlife, just based on how <laughs> baffling the the uh, premise of the show is. Mikey, honestly, every option's on the table. Yeah, yeah like yeah, if yeah. you told me that uh, Nicole Kidman was the devil, or <laughs> this was in space, or you know, like any anything, you're like this is actually medieval times or whatever. Oh, I don't know. That'd be interesting. I can't tell you. Is one of those options actually it? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Did you just? 
did you just spoil something for us? I can't if I didn't tell you which one it was. That's true. That's because it could be anything. It's anything's both on of the them. Table. It's a medieval time and space. Yes. What about uh, two of our our other favorite shows have come back? Well, the that's other what I want two to talk about. and what we do in the shadows. Yes. Uh, the other two being an HBO show Ish. with starring Drew Tarver and uh, I actually don't know her name. I don't know her name no. either. I know Drew Tarver from from Comedy Bang Bang, yes. another podcast that's almost as funny as ours. Um, and <laughs> and they're basically the brother and sister of a Justin Bieber type character. Yes. Uh, reaping the benefits of 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 his success. Yeah. And the, then what we do in the shadows is a mockumentary about vampires. Yeah. It's based on the movie, the, the Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi movie. Yeah. Um, it's, I, what we do in the shadows pleases me to no end because it's unlike everything else on television. I think the other two is brilliant. Yeah. And that first season is so good. Um, you know, like, like most good comedies do where it's not, it can be broad. Yes. It can be crazy broad at times. And then there's those moments where it just hits you and you're like, oh, that's really good. Yeah. That's yeah. a good actor right there. Yeah. That's good writing. And so that's really good about the other two. And then what we do in the shadows is just an insane it's show. so fucking insane. And it insane. makes me laugh so hard. Yeah. Was, I'm not going to, we're not going to ruin it because I think as of airing, only three episodes of airing. As of recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. of recording. Excuse me. Um, but when the first episode, when Najadal shows up in the first scene, yes. I was like, well, this is going to be great. Najadal is, is your favorite character. My favorite from character that. in the whole thing. So it's pretty much, it's the disembodied voice inside of a porcelain doll of one <laughs> of the vampires. And so she has its, her own personality and her own reactions. And it's like the office where they can cut to a doll and the doll yes. looks in the camera like, <laughs> what's going on? And you're like, I know. I, it, may, it makes me laugh every time. The, uh, so I've, I've seen the first two episodes uh, and it's just right back to the same old thing. Yeah. The, there's the, the, the uh, conceit that Guillermo, the familiar, so a familiar being someone who helps out the vampires yes. doing day-to-day tasks. The Dwight Schrute of the vampire family. Except less sardonic. I think more hmm. just like... like like well, he, Guillermo's it, super passionate about being a vampire, though. Right, right. That's he true. loves vampires. That's true. And in this season, he's kind of like developed a sense of independence, so he is a bit more of a dick to the vampires, yeah. and that's, that's kind of a nice little touch to it. Yeah, yeah we're not going to ruin what... Guillermo's whole thing is, yeah. but like there is there is something that's very funny that gets it's him at a crossroads. Funny. And so I just the the depths of the the world and how of the vampire world and then the moments of normalcy, that's what's really funny. Yeah. The the fantastical about vampires and all the guy stuff, and then their their mundanity of life mundanity of life. It's like insane. Like the vampire council is it just in an office park? I, that is and it's all filmed in Toronto, so you recognize so many of the set yeah. pieces. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's so just a boring looking office building, but it's in the basement of that where I, there's like caverns. I just had a friend audition for the show oh i have a friend Ooh, Ooh, that's the look, part that's incredible look at me so he was saying he's like oh, I, I gotta do a self-tape I'm like yeah, i don't know where we were because it's a you know popular nfl draft week was just there so everyone's doing fancy drafts and you got it so you're like oh i gotta do this self-tape and i was like oh what's it for you guys what do the shadows and i like oh. knocked i like knocked six things over i'm like what part was it what happens in yeah, it what happens yeah, in yeah, that yeah, show yeah, yeah. he's like it's uh, for a familiar i'm like oh what what oh do you talk to is gizmo when you're seeing <laughs> um <laughs> I just, it only speaks to how much I love that show that it was like, he could have said anything and I would have been like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I was yeah. like, I'm sorry, what? It is, it's uh, it's special because it feels so different. Yes. Uh, and I, I think that that, you know, I like I like your point about the other two. It's a very straightforward show, but the yeah. writing is just so top notch. It's like going to an Italian restaurant and ordering like a, a plain pasta. This just is actually they, a really good example, actually. Because they make it so much yes. better than everyone, everyone else. Everyone's at pasta, and pasta's like, oh, pasta's okay. Yeah. And then somebody makes it really well, and you're like, holy shit, this, this what is it what it could be like? Exactly. Oh exactly. my God. Yeah, like pizza or like pasta, you know, that kind of stuff. I agree with you. So it's uh, the it's a married couple. It's Sarah Schneider and I forget the husband's name. And they used to be the head writers of SNL. Okay. And Sarah Schneider used to be a writer on like college humor when I was like young. Oh, really? So she was 
in all those videos. So I was, I was like, I know that person. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. she became the head writer of SNL. I'm like, whoa. And now she's doing this and it's just incredible. It's so good. Yeah. The, I, I, so I watched the first two episodes of what we do in the shadows. And then I watched the first episode of, uh, this is how I do things. I just, I'm running multiple things at the same time. I cannot You're sit Osmandius and focus on in front of a bunch yeah. of televisions. <laughs> just yeah. constantly looking. <laughs> <laughs> Except those televisions are multiplying and you're getting nervous. You're like, oh God. <laughs> well, the thing is, I should start more TV. Movies. I'm not buying more TVs. No. But there are more in my place and I don't know how it's happening. It's a curse. It's a curse. <laughs> I can't get away from it. I went and I, I don't have any TVs in my bedroom. Good. Um, but I woke up one day and there was one in the bed with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, how is this going on? I don't understand this. It's your, scary. Your dog's got like three TVs attached to him, walking, yes. following your like, stop, stop. <laughs> um yeah, there's, you know what? It's so funny where I was like, man, there's a lot of good television on. And then I remembered it's the beginning of September. That's yes. usually when most TV airs. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Middle of the pandemic. September. Two-year-long pandemic. We're like, oh, what a time. What a time to be oh, alive, my baby. God. You know what? I just love that. People, it's just a horrible time. Other things like, well, how are you doing? I'm like, good. My vampire TV show arrived. I'm happy. <laughs> arrived. Yeah. Arrived. Oh, I'm kind of crazy in this story. That's, yeah. Okay, Wink. that's fair. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yahoo. Wink out, indeed. Can, can I explain the pro, the premise of uh oh again? No, <laughs> the Canadian game. Show. I feel like I've explained it nine times on this podcast. You definitely have. Yeah. And the fact that you thought one of the characters was your father. Yeah. Yeah. It's like repeating nonstop, like some sort of nightmare. No. I don't know. Uh, like Bart had a nightmare once. I don't know if you knew this. No, uh, I didn't hear but about the this. The basis of that nightmare is the game that we're going to be focusing oh, on today. It go. is Bart's Nightmare. Uh, it came out in 1997 for the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis, or if you're not from North America, the Mega Drive. Oh. Uh, I think here's, or sorry, did I say 97? It's 92, 1992. Okay. Um, here's here's a, uh, an admission I'll make. I don't... Two tickets. <laughs> <laughs> tickets, please. But... Two for one. <laughs> okay, very good. Um, I don't know. I don't know the difference between all of the UK versions of the Genesis and like the Mega Drive, the Master right. System, right. this like all all of those. And there's like so many iterations. Mm. I just use Mega Drive for interchangeably between all of them. I'm fine with this. I you know, but I, I'm on two sides of this, Mikey. Okay. First of all, you host a. But right? are you on two sides for the price of one? <laughs> God, how many coupons do you have? Uh, is is on the, on, the, on the pro side, you should know that. You host a video game podcast. Uh -huh. You're a professional. Second uh -huh. of all, why in the world would you know that? I, honest <laughs> to God, that's so dumb. Like, yeah. honest to God, you've lived here your whole life. Yes. It's not like, it's like, well, when I was in the UK, when I was 13. <laughs> it would be, it would, to, to me, learning that would be a choice like juggling, where it's like, I, like, I love <laughs> Harris Whittles used to say this. One of my favorite Shuggling. comedians, uh, who who uh, who who is dead. Yeah, he passed. Uh, he passed. Um, he he used to say the joke. He's like, I don't care that you could juggle. He's like, you you learned that. You, chose. you took the time to. I could do it. I just why would I waste my time learning how to juggle? Like I would have to seek out the answer to the Mega Drive, and it wouldn't benefit me at all in my life. No, just like I, having a video game podcast doesn't benefit you at all. In this your might life. be like a hot take or something like that, but like where, where we live in North America, mm -hmm. it's, I feel that way about driving manual. Oh yes. Like, hundred percent. Like, they're like, but is it man? I'm like, congratulations. You're just showing off. Yeah. You don't need that. Like the, and cars always, come automatically. They're now. always like, but it's more fun this way. I'm like, but how are you supposed to text message people and change your radio while yeah. driving? If you have one hand on the clutch, I don't want to have a superior supercomputer technology of a car at like at my power. And I go, uh Oh, 
a hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm broke. I'm taking a break on a hill. Uh, like that just feels like so. I Do you know, know how to drive manual at all? I, I, I've done it a couple of times. It's not as hard as you think it is. Yeah. To really like, obviously to do it well, like to be like very, very good at it. Yeah, it takes time. To skip but you would the, yeah, yeah. do it two or three times. You'd be fine. I, I think so. Because hypothetically, you know how to do it already. Yes. So I it's play like video games with it. Exactly. I have, I've done paddle shifting. Like I right. know, yeah. Uh, speaking of shifting and, and manual transmissions and all that, uh, we had a Sony event, the PlayStation Showcase, oh, yeah. uh, not too long ago. And uh, Gran Turismo, we, we right. finally saw, we got a release date on that. We got some some video on it. Looks fantastic. Look, Insomniac Games. Can we draw attention before we talk about yes. Bart's Nightmare? Let's draw attention to this, Glad Andrew. A couple years ago, two young strapping gents uh, sitting sitting at a kitchen table with one microphone split between the two of them, <laughs> talking about what would make the Marvel Cinematic Universe translate into video games best. Yes. And we said you need one developer that can make games with different uh, uh, play styles and mechanics to suit each video game, uh, whether it's Spider-Man or Iron Man. Those are going to be wildly different games. And what you got in something like Marvel's Avengers, the game that yeah, came out Square last year, game. was it was just... So bland because they didn't differentiate between powers right, all that much. But by the way, right now, the Black Panther expansion has come out on that game. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. I wouldn't say it saves the game by any means, but the fact that they were like, hey, we're just going to give you a bunch of free characters. It's, it's like great. And also like a mea culpa of going like, so we understand. Yes. Uh, so yes, continue. But that on. was my prediction. That was our prediction from yep. the beginning. Uh, and I, I remember explicitly saying the the developer you want in charge of the Mar or the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe video game re representation, whatever, yeah, yeah. is Insomniac. Yeah. And now we find that they're working on a Wolverine game. Oh, I'm so uh, excited. Which, you know, all you got from the showcase was just uh, kind of a gritty little trailer. It was like 30 seconds long, a bit of a teaser. Um, guy at a bar, everything's in shambles. One guy approaches him, and you just see his, his bloody fist on the table, and then the the, yeah. the blades come yeah. out, the adamantium, and I was like, fucking right. And I'm like, here we go. This is what we predicted. This is what we wanted. Yeah. And then they show a trailer for Spider-Man 2, the yes. next Insomniac installment, 2023. And I'm yeah. like, this is what happens, I guess, when you have one <laughs> development company making all of them. But one day, you know, maybe 2030, we'll get the Avengers game with all of the Avengers PS9. And mechanics. In it. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. I, you know, it's so funny, too, because you and I often speak about, like, the, the terrible labor conditions that the video game industry puts it in. Uh -huh. And this is us not trying to talk it of both sides of our mouth where mm -hmm. we're like, 2023, are you out of your fucking mind? Get these yeah. people to work. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. exactly. I want it to be like a ship when they traveled across like Vikings. Everyone's getting whipped <laughs> in chairs and stuff like that. Start singing. <laughs> Why do you need a bed bigger than the underside of your desk anyway? <laughs> yes. like, just sleep, sleep with there. your eyes open. <laughs> like a cow. I, uh, I'm excited for both of those games. PlayStation Showcase had a lot of decent looking games out there. The theme of that showcase though, was, I'm not sure if, if you, did you see I, it? I've seen the highlights. The highlights, okay. A lot of the games. And, and this the seems, lowlights. <laughs> there, which there were. Uh, it seems like... Like games now, the tone that we're going for is, yeah. I can't believe I'm in a video game. I'm going to talk about how crazy it is that I can do this stuff because every game had that tone. <laughs> every game. And and in the PlayStation Showcase, it started with, with uh, uh, one of the remasters of Uncharted. Yeah. Which is great, but that game did that tone already. Like, yeah. oh, I guess I got to kill a bunch. Oh, look when at it me was hanging still from his 
original. Exactly. And now it's like every game, like there was one, I can't remember what it was called, but you're you're a woman who ends up getting transported to this fantasy world and you get all these magic powers and everything was like, oh, okay, I can shoot energy from my fingers now. Uh, I guess that's what I can do now. I'm an energy finger person. And it's like, I've heard that line so many times in so many games. Enough with that conceit. We get it. We're playing video games. I hate that. I hate it the same way that I hate in trailers going like, you're probably wondering how I got here. Yes, exactly. No, we don't. I, I so earnestly love art or mediums that really just commit themselves into it and go like, I am this person. You're like, whoa, okay, cool. Yeah. I want to be that person. That's why I want to play this game. If somebody's looking at it, you're like, life's tough. I'm like, shut up. Exactly. Look, look for it. Stop looking at me. Exactly. <laughs> this is escapism. I don't want to, yes. I don't want there to be a connection between real life and that thing. Yeah. I, that is my connection. It's yeah. like, I'm the one thinking those things. Totally. Already. I don't need the character. Yeah. To there's do a lot of characters on the screen. It's like, oh, like a morning commute. I'm like, stop <laughs> relating to me. <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> oh, I haven't, I uh, haven't had a, a good girlfriend in like yeah. ten years. Let's, oh shit! You're a mage. Stop that! <laughs> you are a wizard, Harry. Fly, fly, do something, do something. And they even did, they did that in in the trailer as well, where it's like, it's like, oh, guess, uh, I guess, I guess I can fly too. And uh, as soon as she said it, I was like, oh, they're gonna make a joke about how that's absurd. How yeah, why yeah, could yeah. you fly? And then the voice in her head is like, flying, that's crazy. And she's like, oh, what? I can shoot magic, but I can't fly. <laughs> I'm like, that is the laziest joke, guys. Just be your own thing. It's yeah, just like, do the Star Wars trailer where they say, they fly now seven times. Yes. <laughs> they fly now? They fly now. They fly? They fly. Oh, my goodness. Um, um, I could fly in, in my dreams sometimes. Okay. Okay. Uh, some of those dreams are nightmares. Yep. Uh, also, all of my waking hours are nightmares as well these days, it turns out. Uh, but Bart's nightmare is a little bit different. Um <sighs> He, it was a game uh, that was requested to us because we put it out there to uh, to the D-pads Boy, and all of our we. followers on, on Twitter to recommend some games to us. Some notable listeners who who wanted to make sure that we did this game. Um, and by the way, I didn't mention this. Simpsons Wrestling, I believe I mentioned uh, at Warren John Hughes yes. recommending we mm-hmm. do it. I didn't mention Ryan Prazer as well, who uh, wanted us to do it in the sense that it was so bad it's good. <laughs> and I think there was an element of that to it. The that it's good element, I think, was a little bit wanting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but this one was recommended by... Uh, uh, Lowered expectations. That, that's the theme of the show. Yeah. At Justino Footy and at uh, Mart89, M4RT89 on, on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, two two examples of people who recommended we play mm. this game. Um, and uh, and, and I, I think one of the reasons they recommended it is because this was actually a pretty well-received game. Whoa. Like, it's, it's one of those games that, you know, as far as The Simpsons goes, you have a lot of... A lot of, lot of stinkers out there. Oh, yeah. It's it's a more of a, a quantity, not quality. Yes, exactly. There's a exactly. lot out there. But within there, every so often, you get a little bit of a hit, and apparently this is one of them. You know uh, what? Just before you get into it, because I, in my mind, so yeah. I've never played this game. Yes. Right? Because I didn't know to have Super Nintendo, but I don't, you know, whatever. I owned a Genesis, but I, I never played it. To me, if you say Simpsons game uh-huh. with, like, a specific theme, which is clearly it, and Super Nintendo, I'm like, man, that's exciting. That, that, in my mind, is, like, the right console, yes. the right generation, and and something that, instead of, like, oh, it's just Bart going down the street. Yeah. Like, no, there's a very specific theme. That is all very exciting to me. So, I, I my hopes are high. Unlike the lowered expectation, like, from the last couple for, of things. For uh, Simpsons Wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, the the uh, the premise of this one, well, first of all, it was developed by Sculptured Software mm. uh, and published by Acclaim. Sculptured Software is a company that was acquired by Acclaim, became uh, Acclaim Salt Lake, and then Iguana Studios oh, as Iguana well. Studios. So they, they, they were responsible for a lot of the ports of, of like, Mortal Kombat yep. to SNES, Doom on SNES. Right. Um, so, they've got a few, a few games under their belt. Yep. This one is just their thing. 
The story is kind of interesting. Bart's doing homework for the first time, Whoa. probably ever. The and fuck? he falls asleep. And his that dream right. is essentially that he has to go through the street. They don't say it's Evergreen Terrace. They, they call it like the Windy windy Level or Windy okay. Land or something like that. And uh, collect pages of your homework. And every time oh. you collect a page, you have to complete one of two random mini games. Uh, and if you complete it, you get the page back. And then you get rated uh, uh, like on a letter rating oh. to see how you actually did on your homework. So okay. kind of a weird conceit. Yeah. But the the... The thing I want to focus on is is drawing attention to the dream theme of mm. this, the nightmare theme. So in in the game, it, it feels like they did try to make it so that Bart's fears and likes and dislikes uh, are represented in dream form in this game, especially by some of the different characters. So as you're going through, uh, you'll see some of the characters. One of them would be Jimbo in his game, oh, right? Okay, yeah. So if you uh, if they touch you, you become a part of their gang and you move with them and you're not you you can't you can't move out and oh. you take damage when they take damage so you're basically like you lose control you can jump and and like kind of control them a little bit um which to me is like that's Bart's fear of going to school and getting involved with these gangs it's like they get too close to you and now you're with them and wow. you're associated with them and you take damage when they cool. take damage really cool yeah. right if you see principal skinner Oh no! He he tries to dress you up in your uh, in your Sunday clothes uh, for for Sunday school. Uh, uh, That's but, good. Which makes you move slow and you can't fire, but it protects you from damage. Which mm. is like, hey, go and get an education, and and the world will be a lot wow. safer for you. The only thing Conformity. that can damage you, Jimbo. Because you're a nerd now. Because you're a nerd. Right? Wow. It, it's it, like a like, rock, paper, scissors. Exactly. So yeah. it's, it's pretty cool that, that they actually put that sort of thought into it. Um, the mini games, I'll go through. And, and I'll say this as well. I thought I hadn't played this game either mm -hmm. as a kid. 1992, though, a lot of my memories were kind of jumbled up. As I started to read about some of the mini games, I'm pretty sure I have played this game. Not well enough to be able to give it a score right. in the retro, uh, uh, in the, like for a retro score. Um, but I'm curious to see if this is the game I'm thinking of. Yeah. So you have a bunch of different mini games. Uh, you get a choice to go through one of two doors every time you you collect a, okay. a, a piece of homework. Yeah. Green door, you turn into Bartzilla and stomp around Springfield <laughs> and then fight uh, Homer Kong and Momthra, which is great. Momthra. Uh, Momthra. That's a fucking perfect name, right? <laughs> That's amazing. Um, if if I say anything here and you recognize this from an episode okay. of The Simpsons, let us know. So you know what the thing is? The only thing I was going to say is in 1992, this is also the part where they haven't really established like the lore around right. it. So like, I can imagine a lot of the characters might be like sometimes original or yes. some stuff where you're like, I've, we didn't ever saw that again. Exactly. Cause you even see that in the Simpsons arcade game where like they don't, they attach sometimes to the old like Matt Groening cartoons yeah. or like yeah. life in hell, I think it was called or some other stuff where you're like, this isn't really the show. Yes. Like, like, and I always think a good example of that is the end of the first step, uh, first level is uh, a generic wrestler where that could have been just Barney right. or something like that. And you're right. like, no, they just, they didn't think about that. So I wonder if that's still the same generation, even I, though the Jimbo and Seymour stuff sounds pretty that good. That sounds pretty good. I'm yeah. sure there will be an element of that. Uh, so the Violet Door, uh, you go into Bart's bloodstream and destroy germs. That's, that's a weird one. I don't. That is weird. Yeah. Uh, there's a yellow door where you're attacked by Itchy and Scratchy who are on oh, a team uh, with one another. Uh, and then you end up in your, your parents' house. 
And this is another one of those things where like the dream narrative makes sense. So uh, the oven and vacuum cleaners, they shoot fire at you, which to me is like his aversion to chores, right? Mm. Like you want to cook, you want to do the vacuum, Clean, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to go. The telephone explodes. And I think that's him used to the school calling his parents and dropping bombs of bad information right. for whatever. Um, uh, Marge's pictures in, in, the, in, the, in the house drop eyeballs that can damage you. And to me, that's, you know, your mom's always watching, watching her, yeah. her watchful eye. Uh, and then you have Blue, which is Bartman. You fly around the city and fight bosses. And this is the mini game that I know I've played. So you have one boss that's Sherry and Terry on a hot air balloon. <laughs> is that an image you've seen in other games? I don't think. I don't know. I'm trying now. I don't know. Because that I have such a vivid memory of. Okay. Uh, uh, you have Barney on a pink elephant, which is hilarious yes. because he's an alcoholic. Yep. Uh, which is so funny. Yes. Hilarious. <laughs> Alcoholism <laughs> is hilarious. Smithers in a blimp and Burns in a biplane. Uh, and biplane. then you have. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Orange is Idaho Simpson and Bart. Uh, 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 I don't even know what that means. And Bart must balance through columns in a temple of Maggie, which is. Okay. Bad. I don't All understand right. what that means as well. No. Um, uh, the. The way that this plays out, I'm going to be curious. I, I hope we get to try all the different mini games. Uh, yeah. Uh, but none of this, does any of this ring a bell? No, to you? I no, don't I, think I've ever played this game. And it honestly, it sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad it was recommended. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, if you go out there, there's tons of lists of the best and worst Simpsons games. Yes. And this one's notoriously pretty good. But, but when it comes to the reception that it was, that was uh, given to it by games journalists or, or critics at the time, um, Game Rankings, which is uh, an amalgamator, gave it an overall score of 83%. Really oh, high. That's wow. a really good score. But the reviews, like, you know, they were as low as Mega, giving it a 35%, or as high as Enforce, giving it an 87%. Whoa. Uh, Consoles Plus gave it a 55%. Nintendo Power gave it a 15 out of 20. Why so much variation? Yeah. Why was there such an... Uh, I don't think we get that now in no, games we don't. From, from major publications. It seems pretty consistent. Yeah. You know, within 10, 15%, but the majority of ratings are all going to be within that range. You know, it's funny too, because like I, like, I hate Rotten Tomatoes, like for the most part. Like it just, it doesn't matter. Um, because I, and, and while it has its place... The the outsized power it has, I think, is kind of ridiculous. Yes. That's the yeah, part that I, I totally don't like. agree. Yeah. But with, with video games, which is really because you're taking usually a written review yeah. and going, it's 80%. You're like, well, they didn't give it 80%. Where are you getting that right. from? Right. With video game reviews, since the inception of video game criticism, they've been often ranking things out of an arbitrary number, but a number nonetheless. Yes. So you can get like a kind of an idea Going where they're back at. to like the early 90s. Yeah. Which is nuts. Now, Crazy. why why do you think? Because I, I I hear you on the movie standpoint. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes and like the IMDb score, those are the two that for sure mean the most. Why is it in video games that it's more about the Metacritic score, which is an aggregator? Yeah, that's so much. Why did they immediately go to like, well, we should rank things out of 10 or yeah, 15, yeah. 20 or whatever yeah. the hell it was? Where like what, one of them is like 45 or something insane. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. GamePro would be like 25 because <laughs> it was five reviewers rating at five yeah. each. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess it's its own al like algorithm right. or oh, aggregator. It's, it's always going to be a percentage yeah. either way, but. Um, I, I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that video games have always been around that sixty to eighty dollar range. So you need, so you need to be able to quantify uh, the 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 greatness of a game before yeah. you, you spend your money well, on you know, it. It's funny. I was just listening. There was a small podcast series about uh, Siskel and Ebert mm. and their like their influence on the industry. Roper didn't show up. Uh, at the end, he did. Oh, he did. Yeah, after Siskel died. But and they talked <laughs> and they talked to Richard Roper, and he was just like, "Yeah, it wasn't the same." Um, and you know, what's funny is just that. A lot of movie reviewers just hated Siskel and Ebert because they, this is the thumb system. They just gave thumbs up and thumbs down. And they're like, 
this is not the point of criticism. It's supposed to be like a long thought. And they they made every other reviewer add scores on the bottom of oh. their thing. And it changed forever because of that. That's, and so that's why that's I think amazing. about this. I, yeah. I love that too. And I did like Ebert and Roper because a thumbs down didn't necessarily mean it was bad no. all the time. And and it's that's always been the case. It's always about reading the full review or listening to it or listening to an hour and a half episode about of a podcast about <laughs> a game in which we only talk about it for about twenty minutes. A hundred percent. If you just scrolled to the end and went like, what would they give it? Oh, four to sixteen. <laughs> it's like no, you're missing all the other parts. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, that's like the worst part about reading a movie review, and you're like, oh, they only give it two stars. You're like, yo, yeah. there's some thought into this. Exactly. Like, you know, exactly. Yeah. So we're we're going to before we can give it this rating, okay. obviously, we have to go play the game. And oh, because right, uh, right, right. like normally what we would do is we would give it our retro score. I mean, you know this. I have to explain I, okay. it to you every week, yes, which is I, really frustrating Yeah, to yeah, me. yeah. I'm sure to memory. I, yeah, I, I think you should write this down. You should tattoo it on yourself like Memento. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. also and, some and Polaroids. Yes, yeah. yes, some Polaroids. My recommendation, this is just for me. Okay. Um, stop getting those memory tattoos on your back. Oh. Uh, it's just because I there's so many things scratched out and etched yeah. in there. The, and then the, I have to get it backwards too because yeah. I have to look into a mirror like an ambulance. Yes, yeah. yeah it's... it's <laughs> Which you did. I mean, that one was just for funny, too. but you did tattoo yeah. ambulance. My shoulder blades are the headlights yeah. and the ambulance is over my back. <laughs> my tram stamp is, I don't know, the license plate, I guess. Ooh, I like that. Thank you. Um, uh, so so uh, we're going to go play this game. We're not going <laughs> to give it a rating uh, as we remember it back in the day because we, we didn't play it back in the day, or I did, and I barely remember having played it. But we right. are going to play it and then rate it as we think we would have liked it mm-hmm. had we played it back in 1992. But before we do that, there's only one thing left to do, and that is... Andrew, I hate that I need to explain this to you. Yeah. Turn, turn around. Take your shirt off. Okay. Turn around. Okay. See, look, look at your back. Okay. Uh, Can you do it? No, you can't. That's no, why can't. you should get these no. on your front, but all, right on underneath, my front, on your front, <laughs> the generic part of your body, the front. That's why I failed medical school. It's like, where does the heart go? I said, under the front. <laughs> uh, upper front. <laughs> upper front. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, sir. You got to leave. But it said we have to play the game. Oh, that's we have to play the game. Well, that's yeah. exciting. We have to play the game. Uh, so let's do it. We're going to take a break. We will play the game and come back with the reviews right after this. Ahoy, Bye. hoy. <laughs> Why can't we get this right? Bye, everybody. All right. Bye, Dr. Mikey. Thanks, Andrew. Well, they kicked you out of medical school. <laughs> <laughs> For the same reason as Dr. Nick. Yeah, exactly. All right, we'll, see you, guys front. On, we'll see you guys on the other side. Oh, wow. Ooh. Bart's Nightmare. The writing, so distinct. So distinct. And they love that pink color, right? <laughs> they always have. I do I do love, in all the games we try and play, everyone ty- tries to take a crack at that opening, eh? Oh, the like, Simpsons? Yeah. They just can't that one, like, they just didn't have enough bits Whoa. to do it. Look at this. Man, so Bart's really, in his room. He's really doing homework. Writing some homework oh. and just face plants. Yeah. Uh, now we're going to black and white. Is that what his room... I guess that is what his room looks like. It is. It's just a little small and the perspective's a little yeah, off. Yeah, the perspective's Because that's where the closet should be, yes. where his desk is. Just to the right of it. So his pages get blown out the window oh, and he jumps out after just, him. And thus begins Bart's Nightmare. Oh my goodness. The, the titular. All right, so you're right in front of the Simpsons' home. Um, oh, I love it. Look, Bart wearing blue shoes like Sonic, tapping his foot I immediately. like Sonic does. So there's... A piece of whoa, Jesus. Okay, so auto auto on that bus is off to get you. Well, oh, oh, and he run is, over by the he, bus. He did run over me. It's so, it is very windy. So you can shoot sunflower seeds, that's what I'm doing there. Oh, cute. Or you can blow bubble gum at people. Music's very uh jazzy. It's not bad. Uh mailboxes are running after me. So yeah, they're actually in a kind of cute animation. They're running from one side of the street to another. Like they turn into a mailbox, run across the street, turn into a mailbox. Yeah. Yep. Mailbox. So far, I'm just walking. I'm not really doing much. No. 
They also, like I said, don't explicitly say that this is uh, Evergreen Terrace, but it is. But it is. It Except much looks it looks like, like it, is. it is overgrown in like a farm. Like yes. it's a small town. Oh, there's Lisa. She oh. turned me into a frog. Oh, wow. So we're dead already. Almost. Oh, wait. There's a mist rolling in to uh, Evergreen Terrace, oh, and that whoa. shows that my slumber is nearly ending. Oh, Oh, okay, let's lady. get kissed by this old lady. I've been kissed by an old lady Oh, now. you kissed oh. her back. That was cute. Oh, oh saxophone. So what's the saxophone do? That's okay. Good question. I, like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, you know, I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed sure. to be doing. So I died. Bart is asleep. Got an oh, F on his homework. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like we also got an F. Like, we didn't... Oh, Lisa's so mad at him. Lisa's so mad. Bart's mad. <laughs> it's kind of actually a funny way of doing it. They post it on the fridge. On the fridge, like in Bart Gets an F. Yeah. Like in the episode. Wow, that's kind of great. Yeah, so you want to... It's it's tough because the easiest... Or the best shot you have of jumping over the mailboxes... Oh, candy. Nice. Oh, try jumping over that page. Oh, okay. Follow it. Follow it. Let's see if it's still there. Uh, It's probably... Once it's off the screen, it's probably uh. gone, eh? So maybe we have to jump over it. That would be good. There you go. Okay, nice. so Andrew, you're definitely getting the hang of, of the jumping as well. But it's not satisfying to do. Oh, I don't know. After all that pain, this is like <laughs> feeling, I feel like, mm, feel like a god. Okay, don't, why is everyone behind the tree? I know, that's really annoying, eh? The Stop it! In the foreground. Stop kissing me, is old woman! Is damaging you when the old woman kisses you? I hope not. Everything else in this game is. Oh, Everything else. Damn it. Can I get by? Oh, there's a page. No. Okay, wait. Yeah, yes, you yes, on yes, it. yes, yes. You did it. Okay, blue or uh, green door or yellow door. We green door is Bartzilla. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to green door. I think I was supposed to choose, and I just let him walk into uh -huh. one. What? Oh, you're enormous. Oh, this is cool. This is almost like Rampage. This yeah. feels like what Bart would dream of, eh? Yes, 100%. Oh, you just got hit by a tank. That's not, that's, uh, I would say bad strategy. Oh, okay. Andrew. I, okay. It's not based on directions. It's based on the buttons of which, which side you're kidding. Oh, okay. So each, does button, that make sense? Yeah. Each button shoots at a different angle or like, or okay. does an attack that hits at a different angle. Even as though opposed I'm... to you aiming left or, or no. Yeah. Oh, it is, eh? <laughs> He's just so angry. As he takes damage, you can see him, like his character model. This is pretty cool. This I can imagine actually... this being fucking wicked back in the day, eh? Now you're just racking up the points. You're destroying uh, building after building. Where in Springfield oh, is this, though? Yeah, I, honestly, uh, I don't. I couldn't tell you. Oh, pages okay. collected. One. <laughs> I think zero. I don't think you get it unless you uh, get to the end of that. Unless you oh, get to the end. Oh my god! But you, you now you start back. Do you want to try? Right. Yeah, let me try that. So, Mikey, what was your score at the end of last turn? <laughs> um, good question. I believe it was uh, a fucking frog. Uh, it was 120. <laughs> Okay, we're at 9,495. So we're, we're on our way up. Little bit. I'm still not impressed, though. <laughs> Real Shania Twain situation. Yes. Oh, there's another page. Fucking hell. No, get up. <laughs> get up, you fucking frog. God damn it. <laughs> why is there? Why is everything in this game so fucking hard? You just let me play. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> D minus. D minus. That's better than Not an, an F. F. Okay. That's a real Bart like celebration. Yeah, D minus. Yeah. Oh, wait. Lisa's not as mad. Marge is pretty pissed, though. Mar <laughs> Homer's like, that's higher than any score I've ever got. <laughs> Homer's staring at the fridge wondering when we open this thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm uh 
I want to get whatever that flying level is so I can see whether I could see whether this is the game that I remember because I don't remember anything about what we're playing right, right. now. Right. And I can't imagine no. as a oh. kid in 1992 or even around then there I see a page. That, nice. I got it. There you I go. Oh, okay, so you it. have to walk till it till it rests on the ground. Yes. Okay. You yes. know what? I'm enjoying now, now we get it. I'm that getting helps. this. That I'm helps. getting this. So I got the blue door. And the blue door is oh, oh this is this is what I was looking for. This is Bartman. So we'll see if this oh, is Oh Jesus Christ. Holy shit, there's missiles everywhere. Wow, that is tough. This is the game. This is the fucking game that I played. I don't know when I would have played this. When what is this from? Wow. You played this, but you don't remember the other part of it. None eh? of the other part. I wonder if like my uncle had it or something. Oh, you can't shoot backwards. Your unky herb? My unky herb. Oh, boss meter getting low, I think. There you go. Oh, you're doing pretty well now. Oh, oh fuck hey! yeah, I beat a boss. Good job. Do I have to beat every boss? We got a page. That's a page. That's the first page. Oh my God, Jimmy Page. Yeah, oh, all right. we fucking did it. Nice, right. nailed it. And welcome back to the retrograde. Well, that happened quickly. You caught me off guard, Andrew. I try and do that all the time. Yeah, uh, really? Yeah. That's a good co-host mentality. I always try and go like truly shock and surprise. It's just shock and awe style of uh, of <laughs> really shock jock podcasting. Yeah. I like because it's like you have uh, uh, Adam Sandler and Chris Farley mm -hmm. and they would try to make each other laugh and David Spade. Yep. They try to make each other laugh, but that's to the benefit of the audience. They like that. You just try to make it so that I fuck up and no one's having fun. <laughs> you know what? If, if it happened this way, if it happened another way, I think we would get the same result one way or another. People you know? unsubscribing? No, Mike, I, I say, are you ready? You go, yes. And I go, great, let's go. And I start. And then you're like, what? What, what happened? What happened? You, you got to ask me two, three times yes, to make you, sure. You should. <laughs> a good co-host would know that I'm usually thinking about all the games I'm not finishing <laughs> instead. Do you feel stress about that? Like unrelated to me bringing it up no, on no, the podcast? No, no, absolutely. Because okay. you, know, you know what I feel the biggest issue is? is The hashtag catching on? Uh, that's, that's always been an issue. Uh, <laughs> things catching on in my life are, are always a big issue as well. The, I, it's the fact that when I'm playing a game, I'm constantly thinking about other games that I could be playing. It's Is this hard. why you're not in a committed relationship? <laughs> I think it's why I haven't been and I'm 32 years old. Oh my God. Oh, this morning. Oh, I can't oh, believe I oh. forgot about this. I think my mind tried to hide it from me. I, what a way oh, I to wake those. up this morning. I, I hadn't had my morning coffee. And don't talk to me unless I've had my morning coffee. Don't talk to me. I went to go get my morning coffee, which I hadn't had at this point. So uh, no one should have been talking to me. You're a real bear. A real bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean, God. that's you. That's, that's you before that's, your coffee. That's literally oh me. My God. I roll out of bed and I don't turn off my alarm by clicking it. I scratch at my screen because I'm a wild animal before yeah. I get my coffee. I swatted a few hams that I have around the house. Yes, I drank uh, uh, still lake water because I didn't know the difference. Carrying around a full salmon in your mouth. Full salmon Just in my a mouth. Whole salmon. And all I'm doing with it is eating the eggs. Did you know that's what bears do? I did not they know that. They don't the eat salmon. the fish? They, just, they push the eggs out of them and eat the eggs. Huh. You'd think there would be a compromise these fish could come to. <laughs> The fish come to the shore, sacrifice the eggs of this one time. Yes, Please yeah. don't eat us. Don't eat us. Let, give me give me passage. Here are two of my unborn children. Most of them are going to die anyway. Does anyone remember the bear salmon pact of uh, 2022? <laughs> oh, man. A subtle nod, and they go off swimming upstream. I just picture a bear with a mustache and a pipe <laughs> and a hat. I think I'm picturing Smokey the Bear, actually. <laughs> I think about it. Only I can succeed. <laughs> Only I can broker peace between the salmon. 
And the bears. Well, the bears. What is advantageous <laughs> for the bears? I guess just easier uh, row. Well, like, it's that they, they, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's you, like they, they're winning. Like it's their, what's their threat? <laughs> like they're true. like, you know, they, they're coming to that negotiating table with all the chips. I think it's basically like, look, I know you don't want to stand on a waterfall all day long. Right. Who wants that? Mm-hmm. Unless you're taking Insta photos, um, the, the which bears do, um, some bears do. <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, Kodak baby girl has got 21,000. <laughs> 21,000 followers on Instagram. They got to post that content. Sling intent. Oh, uh, so yes, I, uh, um, you this morning, you didn't have your coffee. No, no, but I will get to that. But okay. first the reason the bears will, will get it. Cause they, <laughs> we have to establish this. We can't, we can't open this wound and not so suitor it up. Yeah. Like, like a Ryan. salmon. Oh, Ryan Suter. Ryan Suter. Oh, the defenseman in the NHL. Yes. <laughs> yes that everyone knows. Um, uh, no, it's because the bears, they just get to walk to the banks of the river. Mm-hmm. They have their pile of eggs there. That's, it for them. They're yeah, good. It's the egg bank. Yes. Yeah. Because every salmon that goes up there, if they all leave one egg, mm-hmm. then everyone benefits. It's socialism. <laughs> it's socialism at its finest. <laughs> I would I would turn to the animal kingdom to figure out before humans. Yes. Because they're just better than us. They just better. We don't deserve no, dogs. No, we don't deserve nature. No. But that's why we're actively trying to murder it at every opportunity. Oh, I and I think we're getting close. We're doing we're really doing great. Really well. One of the greatest things. One of the greatest united uh, fronts yeah, that we've, we've ever, ever done had. as humanity is eliminating nature. It's nature. And we're doing great at it. Listen, Mother Nature is a cold whore, <laughs> yes. and I won't rest until she's dead. <laughs> there is a guy out there in a 10-gallon hat that does feel that way. Yes. Like, just like, we're getting really close to eliminating that rainforest. He's like, <laughs> way to go, guys. And everyone like high fives, shoots their guns in the air. Um, um, okay, so I'm yes. getting my morning coffee, mm-hmm. all right? Which I have now. So you can talk to me. Yeah, you're not um, there. I come out of the of the the uh, the coffee place, and my dog is tied up to the fence. Yeah. And there are these two women sitting on the bench next to where the fence is, and they're talking. And one of them says, um, yeah, I was talking to him, and he's 40 years old, and uh-huh. he said he's never had a serious relationship. Oh, no. And I was about to turn to them and be like, ooh, I only got eight more years to go. <laughs> but then the other one chimes in, and she's like, that's not a good look. That's not cute anymore. What's wrong with him? And I'm like sitting there like, holy shit. That is the most honest opinion of my circumstances that I can get in my life. They had no idea, but they were Stadler and Waldorfing you outside of the coffee shop and going like, what kind of joke would never be in a relationship? And you're like, uh, you're like Kermit the Frog standing there. Oh my God. I just, it was, what a... Listen, you need a wake-up call that's going to do more than a cup of coffee. That's what it is. I actually said this to somebody. <laughs> they, uh, you know, we're all in our 30s, and they were like, yeah, he's 40. And uh, and I was like, you ever been married? And he goes, no. I'm like, hmm, that might be a red flag. And not sitting there going, I'm 35 and never been married. Right. Why wouldn't someone be saying the same thing about me? A hundred percent. That's, that's, uh, I keep, I, I think about that all the time. So we talk about when I'm playing video games. I'm yes. thinking about other video games and uh, <laughs> Those my, two my lot in life. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Well, there you oh, go. Man. That's, a, that's our classic. Back from uh, back from the game. Bullshit talk. I'm, I'm gonna have nightmares about those women, uh, just oh. like Bart has nightmares about homework. Very um, good. Now, uh, I think I might also have nightmares about this game. I wanted to like it, and there's a lot to like about yep. it. Yeah, but it is obtuse. Tough to figure out, but we figured it out. We did. But obtuse is a really good word yeah. to use, actually. Yeah. First of all, 
in Scrabble. And then in <laughs> second of all, in podcasting, because it, it, does, it does perfectly summarize this game. This is unnecessarily tough at times, and you need to figure things on your own. Now, while that can be sometimes a very rewarding experience, and that's sometimes the things that I love about video games where you're like, you figure it out, and you go, oh, I'm the smartest person on the planet. Yes. At other times, it can be, I'm banging my head against the wall. What the hell is going on? I agree with that. Uh, uh, Death's Door is an example mm. where I'm like, I don't even know what this game is asking of me most right. of the time. But when you figure it out, it, it, it unfolds in a very beautiful way that feels organic. This just feels like banging your head against the wall until something works, yeah. which is something that I did after hearing those two women talk about me at the coffee shop. <laughs> Cave my skull in, yeah. <laughs> Cave my skull in. Um, um, so I think that the way that it went in this, it was like, we saw the pages, we tried to collect them, yeah. it didn't work, so we ignored that animation. We moved off of that. Until we tried jumping over it, or waiting until it landed, because yes. I thought that we'd walked over the pages after they had landed. I but thought we did too, but I, I, it's clear that like, Sometimes they are dressings. It's the same thing as like the trees or other yeah. things off the screen. That you and can't interact with. Yes. And then sometimes they're interacting with it. And I even feel that we only got like 60, 70% of actually the stuff on the screen. I mean, there's way more stuff that we just didn't get. Yes. Like uh, the manhole covers. Like yes. the, uh, there was other, the sticks and the rocks and something. I'm like, the, yep. that has to be something. You would think so, right? Um, yeah, like, especially in a small processing power like games did in 1992, everything had to be something. Like, yes. you don't just throw things out there for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I will say though, once we figured out a few things, you'll hear it. You'll hear it in the gameplay. Probably we we're like, yeah. And then, but here's my problem: is okay. once we figured it out and we had that moment of elation, mm. utter, uh. utter euphor, euphoric release, yeah. euphoric, euphoric, <laughs> euphoric, Finkel, <laughs> the actor from the the Jewish Five-ish actor from Boston, Boston Public. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, the the even even when we were in that state of enjoyment of the games, having realized something or figured something out, or the game breaks open with a mini game that we're enjoying, then it throws this level of difficulty during the mini games where it's like, guys, I can't. I I complain about this in so many games from this era. You cannot expect me as the player to do certain things, whether it's avoiding enemies or or being at a certain place at a certain time or reacting to what's on screen quickly and dexterously yeah. when the controls that you give me are not equipped to handle that sort of movement. Right, and right. I'm, I'm thinking specifically about the flying level where I'm shooting the slingshot, which I liked. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I like those yeah. sorts of games. It reminds me a little bit of Cuphead, but a oh. fraction of what Cuphead actually yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I kept finding myself at moments where it's like, like especially with the radioactive clouds, yeah. towards the end of the level, you have these punish, punishing paths you have to take through the level where your character naturally goes up and down. Yeah. And, and you have a D-pad, so it's not like you can really control in 16 directions with a joystick yeah. where you are at all times. It feels like a health tax. It, it, I'm it sure there's was. a hitless run in here somewhere. Oh, yeah. But there's a hitless run for fucking everything, everything. So don't use that as an excuse. It's just like... Every time I'm about to have fun, you throw this arbitrary difficulty at me and makes me feel like you don't want me playing the game as the developer. Well, for sure. And like, I, I think what you're talking about too is the Bartman level with uh, when you're above the power plant, yes. uh, the clouds become toxic. Like Britney Spears used to sing about. That's what, that's what that song was about. Yes. I thought it was a relationship with your father and the... Uh... I don't think that's true. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound like it holds any merit because he's doing a pretty good job taking care of her, I think. She needs Until it. recently. Well, because she's now free, I think. Oh, he he filed to end it. 
the yeah, what yeah. a good guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All it took was a, a documentary and a massive movement of human <laughs> yeah, yeah. beings and uh, and six more months. <laughs> I understand the era of my ways. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Um, so, like, in those clouds, we have to, it's kind of like a, a maze where you're going through, like, very tight routes. At times, those clouds feel like they're touching. So, yes. like, how are you supposed to get through there? And plus, the controls aren't great at the time. D-pads yeah. are so very limited at the time. And I would just say the controls are pretty... Our D-pads are pretty limited as well. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's why, hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't... I, I'm right there with you. But I think when we talk about the I, the positive side of it, I think the controls in general are just pretty garbage. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought you were going to say, because you said, let's talk about the positive. I think the controls are pretty... I was going to be like, Andrew, I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> I, it, there, I will no longer leave you my eggs. <laughs> the pact is done. <laughs> just scooping them into my mouth. Um... It, the, the, on the positive side, the, it is a creative game. Like, right. it's a game that in which you're like, you're constantly interested in the next turn. What's this? What's that? Oh my goodness. You know, like, I think that's, this game is full of that. And really, especially in 1992, I was, I, I would say that's a pretty exciting turn for this. Right. And for, for a franchise and for, you know, uh, a world that would, would break outside of that and be pretty interesting outside of like the more typical things that you think you'd see. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I think, I think, uh, there's not much more to say about the game. Uh, generally speaking. So we might as well get into our reviews. Okay. You know, we spent a lot of time. We played a lot of the mini games. We, we yeah. spent way too much fucking time in evergreen terrorist, uh, a terrorist evergreen, the terrorist. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> um, <laughs> The uh, uh, let's let's get into our review though, okay. Andrew. Uh, first of all, you start out uh, because, as we mentioned, we haven't played, we didn't play this game. As no. kids. It turns out I did, but I barely remember it. Um, why don't you give this game a rating out of four bits based on what you think you would have thought of it had you played it around that time of 1992 when it came out? Okay, so uh, I loved The Simpsons back in the day. I love The Simpsons now. Uh, not a lot has changed. I am still a stupid child, but in an adult body. Uh, <laughs> I I think this game would have would have struck that little middle note where I think you would have been like, wow, this is kind of hard or frustrating yeah. or whatever I would have associated with myself not being able to just fly through this uh, but it was it was something I loved and I think I would have constantly pushed through it I probably would have beaten this game if I had played it because sure. I would just I would have found a way to do it right also I had a ton of time as a kid so yes uh, I would have found a way to do it but I don't know if I would have been like that was so much fun yes you know so I'm gonna give it a two and a half out of four I like that yeah so my problem is I do think that I would have really enjoyed the mini games and the variety in this game. Yeah. Not many games, this can't be understated, at this time had such a variety of gameplay styles yeah. within one one game. Ryan Styles. Uh, Ryan Styles, Thank exactly. Uh, don't make a call in mockery of my review. Um, uh, <laughs> the points don't matter. The points don't <laughs> That's actually <very laughs> That's true. true. Yeah. Um, I don't Drew Carey, though. I'm going to give the review anyway. I think we've done this exact bit. <laughs> of, I guess now that I'm saying it Oh, loud, God, like, we're really waning Brady here. <laughs> Um, um, so, so I, I, the thing I struggle with though, is what I have, you're looking, we're, we're both <laughs> well, thinking, we're going like name another cast member. I dare you. Uh, uh, well, you're just copying my jokes now. You're chip off my old block. <laughs> oh God. Uh, um, um, uh, what about Heather and Campbell that she, she was on, she was, yeah, she was on whose line is it? Oh, I don't remember that. Host of our, uh, uh bitter rivals. How did this get played? <laughs> Um, Greg yeah. Proops is that what it was? Greg Proops, oh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, famous uh, uh, announcer for the Pod Racers <laughs> yes. in uh, in Phantom Menace. Speaking of his cultural touchstone moments of the late nineties, like, oh yeah, everyone, you couldn't wait. It was Proops time, man. It was Proops, baby. Oh man, Proops mania swept over <laughs> North America. Get your diapers on. It's Proops season. Um, Okay, so my, my problem, though, is as a kid, I don't know that I would have understood enough about the way that the game is being played yeah. 
to actually get to the mini games. Right. I think I would have given up on the game oh. a lot earlier because okay. I would have been so young. The number of games that I played for 10 minutes and mm-hmm. just my little dumb brain couldn't comprehend it. So I just gave up on it completely. Mikey didn't finish back then either. Oh, wow. Um, it's a common thread. Yeah, exactly. So I, I I, think there, there's potential there. I don't think it would have been for me necessarily. Um, uh, but if I had gotten to some of the mini games, I would have had a good time. My issue primarily, though, would have been the pacing of the overworld. Okay. Because I was looking for fun, fast. This is Sonic City, right? We're on we're on mm-hmm. Sega. I want fast yep. speed and all that. Um, I'm going to give this one a two. Okay. A very middling score, but... Basically, because there's potential, I don't think I would have been the one to figure it out, though. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. So a two and a two and a half for a four and a half out of eight. Actually, that's not bad. Um, but if you had said to this, it said to me, you know, an hour ago, I would have been like, eh, that, uh, that's not good. The game's yeah. probably sounding like, yeah. But I don't really feel that going away. So let's get to our, our current day scores here. I will begin. Okay. Okay. I'm really torn here. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> there, there are certain parts where I want to reward it for being creative. And at the same time, some of its, some of its biggest issues, uh, controls, uh, being completely hard to break down yes. and what the hell's going on at any one time, are very associated with a lot of old games from 1992. I yeah. wouldn't say that, like, uh, you know, this game is on an island of, like, issues at the time. Like, wow, that was so weird. No, it's, it's a little relatable. And so that goes away a little bit. And the, the creativity and some of the, the newer stuff shines a little bit more. But at the same time, yeah. is this a really good game? Right. No. So I'm kind of like in a fence between like a two and a one and a half, to be yeah. honest. And I, I you know what? I don't want to I don't want to beat up on it for anything. I'm gonna give it a two. Okay. And I'm just gonna just go with it, even though you're gonna walk into a frustrating experience, but you might have these moments of real joy and memorable. Like we play a lot of games, a lot of stuff we forget. This is one of those ones that I'll remember because of certain certain elements of it. So I'm gonna go with it too. Yeah, I, I hear you there. I, you know, I, I keep thinking back to the 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 slingshot level, but the Bartman level. Yeah. And I enjoyed that. That was actively fun for me. Right. It was I, I like those kinds of games. Once you get the hang of it, that's that's good. Um, is that enough to carry me? Because all other moments of the game, I actively did not enjoy. Okay. And this doesn't have the benefit of being Simpsons nostalgia in the game that some of the more modern games, in the way that some of the more modern games are. Yeah. This is very, like, you got Principal Skinner, you got Lisa, you got Jimbo, and that, and Bart, and that's kind of it. Like, otherwise, it may not even be a Simpsons game. There were some of those references which were a little bit fun, but that's not going to carry it over in the way that, uh, uh, a, ba- a worse modern game that has yeah. more of the modern references would do for me. Um, so I don't need to beat around with it too much. I, I do agree that this one is, it's typical Andrew Tough. Because, it's tough, because man. it could go one of two ways. Yeah. I just think that if I'm, I'll loan pl- it out to you this time. I'm playing yeah. a game, I'll, I'll return it, uh, but you. not in the form that it was It was oh, given to me. Oh, okay. It'll be better. It's better. It's within 30 days, though. Oh, okay. Proof okay. of receipt, please. Okay. Yes. okay. okay. You got okay. it. Okay. Um, uh, if I want to have fun with a game, I'm going to play something else. If I want Simpsons nostalgia, I'm going to play something else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this one I'm giving a 1.5 out of okay. 4 to you. Uh, but I could easily see it going as high as a two and a half yeah. for someone. Yep. Maybe yep. even a three if you if you really like all the different mini games <laughs> and you and you get to a point where the overworld in Evergreen Terrace is just kind of easy because you, yeah. you memorized it. Well, you know what? Honestly, we were almost getting there too. We're yeah. like in between, like, all right, let's get back to the mini games. Right. I yeah, if, if we saw the person that scores at a three play, we'd be like, Oh, oh, that's how it's supposed to be done. Oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's funny too. You're right. Outside of the cameos of the characters, like the bosses, yeah. Sherry and Terry, Barney, Waylon Smithers, you're, I, and the, and you know, Jimbo and Seymour Smithers, all, you know, uh, th- those ones, other than that, you're right. Yeah. It just, it, it, the, the little stuff like, yeah, I guess Jebediah Springfield's head is attacking you, but like, yeah. 
a basketball. <laughs> you know, right, like, right. Like other stuff, you're like, what is this? So yeah. uh, I, I'm with you on that one. So there you go. One and a half and a two, and that's a three and a half. And then that together is a five, eight, eight out of 16. Eight out of 16. Listen, I set a middling score for my retro score. This is as middling as it gets. You can't get more middle you than this. You can't get more middling Malcolm, than this. Bet. Bet. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, Jimmy World. Um, oh, right, right. Yeah, that's the best I got right now. That's it. And those are the only three references. And that's it. That you can go home now. Or Earth in, in well, Frodo's world. Yeah, yeah JR's world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just, do you think that that's what they casually called him? JR, do you have a, what would you like to drink today? And he's like, uh, tea, probably. Here's what I don't get about JRR. Jur. Jur, as they call him. Is, is... How does he have so many names? J R R. That's four names. Yeah, that's four names. That's selfish. He's <laughs> he's he's hoarding names like Smau. Yeah, is hoarding gold. Well, yeah, he's sure he's so many names. Like Pele sitting there going, "Hey, can I have one?" And he's like, "No, I have four. Share Pele, Pele, and Nene are just getting together. Like, we need we need more names for us. Yeah, it wouldn't spare a name. No, and he's just like, "No, let's go, let's go." <laughs> You're going to come after one of my names. Um, okay, so in eight, uh, the only thing left is to figure out what awards this game has won. Oh. So uh, let's, uh, I hear the oboe. Yeah. Up. It's similar. The clouds are parting. Yeah. It's, you hear oh. the saxophone. Yeah. 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 Okay, so let's, uh, let's, let's let the award ceremony take root. Okay. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Wow. Just beautiful. Wow. Incredible. Uh, I, know, so I, hope, nice. I hope that synced up properly, timing-wise. Sure it did. Uh, and I hope that me just looking off into the distance worked with whatever the drop was at that point in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Because I sure. felt ridiculous doing it. <laughs> I'm sure it worked great. Yes. All right. And here's Elliot. Elliot. Looking fine. Oh, you know what? He's in his uh, Dr. Nick, and he's saying hi, man. Yeah, yeah, hi, everybody. Yeah, hi, yeah. Dr. Yeah, Elliot. Yeah, so you listening to us. Good for you. That's um, cool. Uh, yeah, choose a new bit next time. Oh, my God. So I thought, you know, he was going to keep the... The envelope in the pocket. Code, yeah. But he's saying that he has a patient on a gurney and the heartbeat is sending oh Morse code through the stethoscope. Yeah. And he's going to hear what awards this game won and then he's just going to tell us. He didn't think about the part where we find out. This hey, is El just for him. Elliot, you could just pass us a note next time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You don't yeah. even, yeah. This is a lot. Well, this is a lot. And it's too much. And if you're unwilling to come on camera, this whole bit is for naught. Uh, but I guess let's find out what, what awards this game's won. All right, what awards is this win? Oh, crickets. The famous goodness. crickets are the back. Famous crickets. The famous crickets. Jiminy and the rest. <laughs> it's been a while since we, this used to be every game for us. I, that was a while there. It was just every game. Yeah, and now. Which, you know what? It's too bad because this game is. Will I think will be memorable? Maybe coming out of this month, we'll see. We'll see what, what next week brings. Yes. But I think this will be kind of memorable because this was something. This was a big leap. So kind of sucks. No awards, but hey, that we don't come up with the awards. We, we do. But well, well, matter. we also uh, we don't come up with these special awards anyway because when it doesn't win the traditional mm -hmm. ones, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, we we have the 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 uh, uh, participation ribbon awards yes. of the Grady's, uh, so to speak. Yeah, uh, Andrew, do you have any any? Uh, do you have yours? Yeah, absolutely. So this is going to win the Ralph Wiggum Award. Oh. Uh, because just everything is just tough to understand. It's just hard. Life's hard, man. Yes. And like you know, for Ralph, poor Ralph. I don't know what he's going to do one day, but. Um, it, it just, it's so common, like this game. Why was everything so tough? Why? 
Why? Why? Have to be. Why? He had a tough life. We had a tough time playing. We just this wanted game. to enjoy it. We just wanted to go and, banana, and that's why I have a go banana. Go banana. I, I have a similar award actually uh, that I, I, uh, my earpiece has told me that this game is won. It's the I choo choo choose a different Simpsons game <laughs> award uh, because I get that it's Simpsons. I get that it's trying, but there are better options out there. But if I remember correctly, and you, you can, you can tell me. Yes, it is now in second of the three games we played for this month of September. Oh yeah, it has double the score of Simpsons. <laughs> wrestling <laughs> so virtual springfield's number one yeah ten and a uh, half uh this this game was number two and then uh simpsons wrestling was number three with a four so we'll <laughs> see oh there you go wow, it's kind of working out perfectly so we'll see next week if something can take the throne or and, where they uh, fit in the list listen we've we we haven't pulled any punches we we said from the outset that the last game of september is going to be uh a game that we know very well it is simpsons hit and run it, the name was escaping me I for know, a second. I could tell I you were it. like I was vamping a little warming bit. up. Uh, but it's it's Simpsons Hit and Run. Uh, I, I I can't wait to play it. Oh. Uh, we were thinking between that and Road Rage, but Road Rage was a lesser received yeah. game. Plus, because they were sued by Sega for being so similar to Crazy Taxi, um, uh, we're not allowed to play it due to our affinity towards Sega. Yeah. we yeah. Obviously, we're in the bag of big Sega. So, yes, we uh, are. We are. Yeah, so... We, you know what? We've enjoyed September so much. We, we, we are continuing it over at the Mushroom Club, patreon.com slash richgreatpodcast. So please follow us over there. But until then, we can't wait to talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Baskin, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, Dr. Andrew. <laughs> What's wrong order, but doesn't matter. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, yeah. give us some of your blood. <laughs> yeah. I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Man, it feels like everything is coming alive and trying to kill me. <laughs>